Fancy Football Lord, a.k.a. Lawrence Jackson Jr. You're now listening to the Lord Don't Lose Podcast. Man, football just need to slow down a little bit, man. It we 12 already. Hello, folks. Um, I, I, And, yo, I just... I just broke my teeth like five minutes ago, literally. So you welcome. You welcome because now, now my morning breath won't jump out that microphone and kick y'all in the face or something, you know. But man, like, like we are eager to to get our fantasy football results. We eager for the NFL playoffs, but don't you just want the football season to slow down a little bit? Like, it's week 12 right now. Like, I, I swear, man, out of all the major sports, if you're a guy who likes all of them, I don't, can't watch baseball. To me, it absolutely stink. Um, but if you do like all four of the major sports, don't you feel like football is the tease out of, out of most of them? It just like, we wait so long for it to get here, then like, boom, it gone just like that. Football season gone. Like the win. So, folks, now that we in week 12, just cherish this time. Cherish this game. Because, oh, I'm going to curse right there. Because, <laughs> hell, in, in a couple of months, it'll be over with. And we'll have basketball. You know, we'll enjoy that. But let's enjoy this football right now. Uh... Week 12 coming up, we got a lot of stuff uh, to get into. I'll I do a little quick recap of week 11. Then we'll uh, get to your uh, week uh, 12 waiver priorities and also a couple of things you should uh, take note of heading uh, into week 12. I, I, did a little, I did it a little different this week. Instead of going live on my IG... Before week eleven, I decided to uh, make a post and and and, uh, and I said, "Hey guys, y'all hit me with y'all questions in the comments." So I got a lot of questions. Um, it was quick. It was quick. It was quick. You know, I I, I said, "Give me the two players, start or sit them." I hit you with it right there. Um, sometimes I like to go back uh, just to see if I was really able to help y'all out because that's really what I want to do. Um, and, you know, a lot of y'all, I would think, hope, and, well, I think a lot of y'all were uh, mostly satisfied. But I'm not going to get every single one correct. Like, I'm not going to get every little question right. And then you got the one guy who's like, hey, man, what happened? Like, bruh, <laughs> what you mean what happened? What, you mad? I'm sorry. If you mad, don't take my advice. Trust your gut, bruh. Trust your gut. You can always get the one guy because I missed the one call. Like, did it decide your game? If it did, I'm sorry. But if you go through my last thread for week 11, I like to just pat myself on the shoulder a little bit. Like, can I, can I do that one time? Can I enjoy that? Some of y'all fantasy teams is better than mine. Hell. Especially the people who I who I uh, who I know, 
But man, like, y'all ease up. Anywho, uh <laughs> crazy week eleven. Again, we uh we had the uh the Dallas Cowboys on the brink. We had the Vikings who uh went against the Broncos. Broncos blew a twenty uh twenty point lead. Uh Sam Darnold lit it up. Uh Kyler Murray lit up the Niners defense again. Right? <clears throat> Uh, Lamar Jackson just continues to do what he does. Uh, Falcons have another game where their defense doesn't let up more than 10 points. Uh, And this is against a winning team, the Panthers. Kyle Allen looking more and more like what he's going to be in this league is a career backup. Um, You guys are a prisoner at the moment with the Kyle Allen guy. Uh, Shout out to... My man Joe from New Jersey, who was hyping him up heavy. Uh, congratulations, great pick. Uh, Kyle Allen threw four of those. Uh, anyway, uh, Julio Jones, uh, Calvin Ridley uh, both had good games. Ridley a little better, eight catches, 143 and a touchdown. Uh, good day for him, but you probably left him on your bench because you were scared. I did not because I had to play him. Uh, Brown, Steelers, eh, not even going to talk about that game. That game was wild, as we all know. Um, <clears throat> Dak Prescott, um, 444. I don't care if it was against the Lions. Don't care. Don't come at me with that. You know why? Because he threw, like, Lions, uh, 31st-ranked defense coming in, whatever, whatever. He So he did what he's supposed to do against them, 444 yards. Three touchdown passes. Um, I, I made the biggest mistake of thinking that uh, Carson Wentz was actually better than Dak Prescott. And I was holding on to that 2017 season that Carson Wentz had. That MVP type season. Well, Dak, he kind of having one right now. And right now, Carson Wentz. Not better than Dak. Don't even know if he ever was. And I said that Carson Wentz was better than Dak Prescott in the offseason. I actually was having conversations with my brother about this. He a Dallas Cowboys fan, so of course he going to roll with Dak. But um, right now the proof, is in, the proof is in the pudding. Like Now don't get me wrong, Carson Wentz literally has me, you, and your grandmama at wide receiver, and the other one, he can't catch. So I, I give Carson, I, did I say Carson Palmer? Carson Wentz, uh, I'll give him that. Uh, <clears throat> Jaguars, Colts, uh, Nick Foles come back. Doesn't look great, but did not horrible. He got two touchdowns to DJ Chark. So DJ Chark's value did... Uh, his value did not diminish. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, uh, Dolphins, quote unquote, which street <laughs> come to it in. Uh, like I said last week and the week before, Devin Singletary has arrived as the Bills RB1. It took a little longer than anybody expected, but with Frank Gore as the uh, as the other running back, you knew it would only be a matter of a time. Uh, Josh Allen, man, uh, he put up a side game. Now, this is where you get the, you know, 
it was the Dolphins. Because you, you, you got to say that. It was the Dolphins. This was his best fantasy game by far for Josh Allen. Um, he's at home this week versus Denver. This may or may not be the last good week of Josh Allen we get. Because after that, it get a little tricky for him fantasy-wise. Uh, going at the Cowboys then versus the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Saints Bucks. Jameis Sucks. Oh, Jameis so Jekyll and Hyde, man. Like, Bruce Arians wouldn't even commit to the dude uh, for for next season. So that just lets you know. Start Brad your own risk. They're playing Atlanta this week. (laughs) Go against that ferocious Atlanta defense if you want to with James Winston, man. Uh, (laughs) uh, New Orleans Saints, uh... Alvin Kamara got back on track. Uh, Michael Thomas continues to put up a ridiculous season uh, at the wide receiver position. Uh, my Julio Jones preseason rank of number one PPR looks more and more in doubt because of people like Michael Thomas. Julio is actually at number nine right now. So Julio need one of those uh, them big Julio games right now. And being at home versus the Bucks. I feel like he got a shot to do that. Be on the lookout for that because he's done it against the Bucks before. But anyway, Michael Thomas, uh, straight baller. Man, uh, Sam Darnold put together a, a nice little clinic against the Redskins. On the other side, there wasn't much to work with as uh, Dwayne Haskins is still figuring it out, man. And I feel like out of all these rookie quarterbacks, he haven't had the chance to succeed yet. And what and what I mean by that is he played for the he played for the Redskins organization. Um you did see Darius Geis uh get back into the fold. Uh that's a guy you gonna wanna pick up on your waiver wires. I'll touch on that a uh, a, a little bit later. Um Texans and Ravens, we you know, I was expect it the score is forty one to seven. And and that was a total of 48 points. I think the over-under were 49-5. Thank you, Ravens, for getting most of that, you damn selves. We, I expected a great back and forth between two great young quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Deshaun Watson just couldn't hold it down for fantasy owners. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens uh, defense was in Watson's face all day, harassing him and for Lamar Jackson, just another day at the office now. Like, what can, what can you say now? This is four touchdowns, no turnovers, another 86 yards rushing. Yo, know, any NFL personnel that said he wasn't going to be good should just be fired at this point. For all you regular folks, I don't put it past you because you don't know nothing. But just another day at the office Another day at the office for Kyler Murray, too. Uh, Like I said last week on the podcast, only thing that made me nervous for him coming into this season was the talent around him. Uh, Not his talent alone. He chops up the 49ers defense twice in three weeks. They don't get the win, but their offense looks good. And once they get a defense, they're actually going to win games. Um, 
On another front in that game, David Johnson, nowhere to be found. Outtouched by Kenyon Drake, 22-9. And now it's making more and more sense why the Cardinals would trade for a guy on the last year of his rookie contract, folks. You might not see David Johnson in the Cardinals uniform next year, buddy. This looks like, off the top of my head, David Johnson, the biggest bust in fantasy this year. I personally have no stock in him. I personally did not tell y'all to draft him. I didn't say he was going to be a bust, but I wasn't hyping him up either. So if you <laughs> if you was listening to me, you wasn't gung-ho about David Johnson. However, uh, someone in comments made a great point that he helped you get to a certain point in the fantasy season. So he didn't just do nothing the whole year. He was there. He just not going to be there for the playoffs. King and Drake show uh, is now underway uh, on the other side of that game. Jimmy G has another explosive game. However, I think his two best games have come against the Cardinals. Not so good defense. I still don't love Jimmy G yet. Uh, Got to show me more. Uh Raiders, Bengals, Bengals doing Bengals things, just continuing to lose. Um, Jacobs ran well, couldn't get in the end zone. No. Uh, Patriots and Eagles, another uh, kind of fantasy game that you fart on. You got nothing out of that. Tom Brady, uh, he's old now. They're getting Julian Edelman to throw touchdown passes now. Again, uh, I had Carson Wentz in my top five QBs. Yeah, that ain't working out good. But then again, like I said, me, you, and your grandma is his receivers. Uh, I don't even know who you could start on the Patriots offense at this point besides Julian Edelman. Um, Tom Brady is looking much like Peyton Manning did in his last season. Hey, Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with the noodle arm, so if the Patriots' defense could, uh, you know, live up to the task, then the Patriots will win another Super Bowl. The days of them winning it with Tom Brady are done. Hell, them ended last year, to be honest. Uh, I'm staying away from any Patriot fantasy football-wise if his name not Julian Hell, Julian Edelman throwing the touchdown passes now for the Patriots. That's how ugly it's getting. Um, I said to y'all in a post last week that you you got to let Ty Gurley eat. Like, what you saving him for if you don't even make it to the playoffs? The Rams must have heard me because Ty Gurley got 28 catches, which included 97 on the ground, 25 carries, 3 catches for 36, and a touchdown. Um, listen. I know there's concerns about the knee. Get over it. Get over it. Like, he's got to run. The Daryl Henderson thing that everybody was hyping up in the in, in the preseason, like, you took the L on that. Get rid of that. Ty Gurley has to not be there for Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson to get any type of shine. You want to make the playoffs? Rams, I'm talking. You better be giving the ball to Ty Gurley because Jared Goff ain't it, partner. And you know that. But if you get Ty Gurley to rock and he runs effectively, then that play action works. For uh, fantasy guys who have Gurley and they're stuck with him, 
you may have you a little playoff uh gym. Uh Bears offense, uh, uh, same, same old stuff. And this is why I wait until after the Monday night game and record my podcast because you just never know what's going to happen. Damian Williams entered the game uh, as the RB1 for the Chiefs. However, he left the game early. Despite that, before, before Damian Williams was hurt, Shady McCord was back in the lineup. He was in and around the formation. He was involved. Uh, everybody took that healthy scratch last week as Shady's done again. Just like when he got cut from the Bills, y'all thought he was done. People were clouded by Damian Williams' 91-yard touchdown run a couple weeks ago versus the Minnesota Vikings. Um, the, your best bet is to try to try not to guess what Andy Reid's going to do with the Chiefs' backfield. That's your best bet, even when Damian Williams comes back, because Daryl Williams is involved, too. Uh, if you got either guy, you just better hope that he's in near the goal line. We saw Shady McCoy score at the goal line yesterday. We saw Daryl Williams score at the goal line uh, yesterday. So, I mean, you just got to. You just got a deal. I don't know. Uh, it looked like Damian Williams was holding his ribs or something like that. Um, but uh, be on the lookout for that because Shady and Darrell might be guys you'll want to pick up. All right. Uh, on to the waiver wire priorities for uh, week 12. I'll start off with a couple of wide receivers. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about just a little bit more. And it's surprising to me that. He's still only owned in uh, 25% of ESPN Fantasy Football Leagues, and that's Debo Samuel, folks. Um, this one kind of special to me because I pegged Debo to be the number one rookie receiver in uh, PPR Fantasy Points. He's now currently third behind Scary Terry McLaurin and uh, DK Metcalf. And, and I hold true to that. He will surpass them and end up as the number one rookie receiver for the season is over with, folks. Uh, two straight games with eight catches and over 110 yards. Um, I said prior to the season that he would end up or could end up as the number one receiver for the 49ers. And that's starting to take shape right now. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, a little banged up. But even when he comes back, I think Debo has solidified himself. And the fact that he's still available, like you got yourself uh, a flex wide receiver right here. Uh, wide receiver two upside at the very least. Uh, so you definitely want to pick him up. Um, I see him as being like a good receiver, not only for now, not for your playoff push, but for years to come. Uh, Devontae Parker still only owned in uh, less than 45% of ESPN Fantasy Leagues. I talked about him uh, last week, so no need for me to uh, keep uh, harping on that. Uh, you could check out Randall Cobb, who's owned in 29% of uh, ESPN Fantasy Leagues. Uh, <clears throat> three straight games where he's had uh six catches so and the cowboys are ramping up their pass game so if that's happening you best believe randall cobb is going to be a guy uh that'll be involved then you got uh chris conley in jacksonville 
who's only owned in 11% of the leagues, uh, according to ESPN. Uh, DJ Chark is the dude, but now that Nick Foles is back, um, you may have some uh, some value there. Uh, that's more of a desperate play there uh, for running backs. Now, before I speak on Jonathan Williams, know this. This could be the same situation like a Ty Johnson a couple of weeks ago where everybody went on and, and used all their money on the Lions running back Ty Johnson. And uh, uh, up until this point, he's really done diddly. In fact, uh, Bo Scarborough, former Alabama running back, has done the most since Kieran Johnson has been uh, on the shelf. So you got Jonathan Williams for the Colts who came in and rushed for over 110 yards. He's not owned in any <laughs> ESPN fantasy leagues. Now, Marlon Mack did just fracture his hand, so it's unlikely that he takes the field this Thursday. However, you still got Naeem Hines, who's had a role on this offense pretty much ever since he's been on the team. If Jordan Wilkins comes back, that could be a play for you above Jonathan Williams. Jordan Wilkins, their, their backup uh, running back, he wasn't available, so if he's available, be weary of uh, using your last little bit of your dollars on Jonathan Williams uh, f from the Indianapolis Colts. Back to Bo Scarborough, who's also owned in 0% uh, of ESPN Fantasy Leagues. Um, the only reason why I say this is because he actually looked good running it like... Lions running backs don't usually run well. And for Bo Scarborough to come in and run well against Dallas' defense, the team that drafted him, by the way, uh, it gives you a little bit of hope. But, again, don't be too hyped up about it. But he does have uh, more of the uh, physical stature that you look for uh, in a running back. Darius Geis owned in only 45 of ESPN leagues, which is amazing too. You should have got him weeks ago when reports came out that uh, he was making his return. Uh, if he's still available, you definitely want to have him. Um, they let him get a little taste this weekend versus the Jets, but I think as the end of the season goes on, he'll get more and more touches as they look to move him into their RB1 spot in Washington. He had a 45-yard uh, touchdown pass, so uh, that's also something to look forward to. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, Jacob Hoster, if they're still available, grab them. I talked about them both last week. A guy I did not talk about last week who's owned in only 13% of the leagues at the tight end position is Noah Fent. Um, he had 11 targets in week 11, um, so... He's looking more like a red zone uh, factor as well. So the, the Broncos, Brandon Allen, they kind of just winging it in hell. They had a 20-point league on the Lions. Um, he's starting to come to form now. Uh, no offense. You could, uh, you, you could grab him <clears throat> on, the, uh, on the waiver wire. Those type of guys. Like I said, man, you're not. You're not getting the best of the best at this point uh, <clears throat> in your fantasy season. You're just, you're just pretty much, you're filling spots. 
James Washington, another receiver who should be picked up if Juju and Deontay Thompson uh, miss the next game. He's back with his quarterback from college, Mason Rudolph, who just got popped in the head with a helmet. Uh, they look like they're building that chemistry back up. Um, Ryan Griffin, New York Jets tight end, who seemed to be scoring every game. Uh, Chris Herndon, totally out of the picture right now. Um, and Sam Darnold has built up a great rapport with Ryan Griffin, so you uh, you could check him out on your waiver wire as well. Now, for uh, how I'm going to end this today is, is with a special little playoff tip. If you're in the playoffs, if you're playing for a playoff spot, more importantly than getting a guy on the waiver is is getting handcuffs to your stud running backs. If you got a Saquon Barkley, you better be picking up Wayne Gallman. If you got a Leonard Fournette, you better be picking up uh, Raquel Armstead. You got Zeke, you better be picking up Tony Pollard. Hell, Tony Pollard look good running that ball. Boy, that boy look quick. He young. He got a little wiggle wiggle. You know what I'm saying? Dalvin Cook. Hell, I said this weeks ago you should have had Alexander Madison. Now is the time to get your handcuffs. Uh, if you want to be like a mid-level fantasy football asshole, you could get your the guys you're versing. You could, you could get their handcuffs just to mess with them. But if you have a stud running back, start getting their handcuffs. You don't want to be in a position where you, where you don't have any insurance. Um, I, I made a trade in one of my leagues because I had David Montgomery, but I had Latavius Murray, and the guy who had uh, Alvin Kamara had Tariq Cohen. Shout out to uh, Mike Vitt out there. Uh, we made the swap, Cohen for Murray. Just like, hey, man, we both... And not to mention David Montgomery was a game time decision that also. But, man, you want insurance for your stud running backs heading into the playoffs. That is key. All right. This episode sponsored by Official Fantasy Rings. On Instagram, you can find them at Official Fantasy Rings. Get your bling bling on if you win your championship. Get uh, get your ring game right. Get your ring game tight, baby. At official fantasy rings on Instagram, uh, they hooking me up with my uh personal customized fantasy football lord uh ring with my logo on there, so you know it's litty lit. Uh, good luck in y'all week 12. Listen to this podcast before you ask me any questions, and I'm out. Mm-hmm.